Hello and welcome to the Dramatized Podcast. I'm Lisa Ellis. I'm Kelsey Maple. And today we are talking about the final two episodes of Startup. Whoop, whoop. The finale. Very excited. Finale time. Always love finale time. <laughs> Any pre-show thoughts? <laughs> Endings of K-dramas are always very interesting. And so you either it's okay or you hate it. And, you know, I thought this ending was, like, okay. Like, I didn't, like... Already gonna talk about the end. (laughs) (laughs) We have two episodes. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say about the ending. But, you know, because, you know, K-drama tend to not end very well. But, like, how dare they in these last two episodes be like, let us just, like, give you a few more sucker punches in the gut before you leave yeah well we knew we knew that's that's <laughs> what they do around here how dare they yeah i i mean other than the obvious i actually really liked this ending i thought yeah it was a good ending yeah i did too i mean i thought it was very satisfying yeah i agree everything was like tied up there were like no loose ends that i could remember it was nice yeah and they didn't have like a last minute like super sad thing or like pull the rug out from under you it was like okay this kind of ended exactly how i expected it to and i'm not mad about it yeah yeah i agree so i have no bad thoughts except for to be on <laughs> yeah but i guess whoa <laughs> i <kinda laughs> choked up i was so expected i was like it still hurt it did it still hurt but don't worry i'll have um plenty to say on that oh <laughs> <laughs> i mean same <laughs> shall we yep all right, episode 15, MVP, which does not mean most valuable player, you sports buffoon. <laughs> it's the minimum viable product. We pick back up at test day for Tarzan. Dosan and Dalmi are in the car while Chungmyung Company and also Morning AI people are watching the test on a monitor. Injay asks Song Su why they're all there, which is a very good question. Her dad reveals that Morning AI submitted a bid to the city of Sanju to have their smart car as part of the smart city. The men heckle Injay about how she should keep working hard and maybe one day she'll get a big project like this. Songzu says Chungmyung can relax since he knows their tech is good. His engineers set it up after all. He says referring to the twins. But Chulsan casually tells them that they had to redo the entire system since the twins' coding was so bad. The new Tarzan uses the San boys' algorithm. Yeah, I thought it was so weird that they came to this testing just to be like, so weird. Haha, we're submitting to this thing and you're just not and it's also just like weird it was allowed at all like imagine yeah i don't know i mean i I get it wasn't like a private thing at that point but it's kind of like showing up to someone's like test day and just being like oh you're taking the bar (laughs) like (laughs) i've already passed the bar it's like okay and a really weird thing to do (laughs) yeah and like i remember didn't dommy like look or like call people to get their results or like the track yeah. things and they were like sorry that's confidential so how is theirs not confidential i think those people just didn't want to share because they were selfish and they were <sighs> like we're not gonna give you a leg up <laughs> but i also agree it is weird that you think it'd be confidential yeah but uh, yeah it's just it, yeah it was very weird that they were like yeah we're here we're just gonna show up and we're just gonna you know shit on you the whole time like 
and totally like <laughs> go off like go away <laughs> good for you yeah like okay and like are we in middle school again yeah it's just like the cheating thing again yeah tarzan ends up performing extremely well although apparently turn signals are optional since i didn't see it use one once right i thought that too yeah not good oh well it even stopped in time to save a cat which also seemed like it was optional which was kind of weird (laughs) they were like wow we even don't kill animals yeah it was so strange NJ is so confident in the performance that she announces Chungmyung will also be putting in a bid on the Smart City project. Chulsan asks Yongsan if he remembers when Dosan asked to develop a self-driving AI system at Tusto. Yongsan remembers. Dosan did it just in case. So now we know he was bluffing to Dalmi about being asked to do it. Dosan and Dalmi return and the test is a big success and the gang is back together again and they all celebrate by popping bottles of champagne like you do. Which I've actually never done. I've never drenched myself in champagne, believe it or not. But you have popped that bubbly. Can't confirm. Lisa's very good at it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I scare myself every time. (laughs) You want her at your New Year's Eve parties, okay? Yes. Apparently, yeah, I just need a big function where we can... We just waste the entire bottle and (laughs) drench ourselves. (laughs) Sometime later, NJ tells Dalmi about her desire to submit a bid for the Smart City project. Dalmi tells her she's crazy. Everyone else agrees. It's too soon. They just passed the test. So they have barely any time to prepare for this bid. Yongsan remarks it's like telling a kid to take this SAT. And Dosan brings up that he took it in grade school. Well, anyone can take it, but did you get into college as a kid? Dosan tells them he did. And apparently this is news to everyone. I know. Dosan clarifies he dropped out after a few months. And I find it hilarious that rather than be impressed, everyone was like disgusted by this and called him a freak. Right. True friends. Yeah. Like, I feel like if someone told me that, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But they were like, ugh. What? What? Ew. <laughs> but like true friends though exactly <laughs> just being like oh how, do- how like why are you gonna come up here and like brag about how smart you are like get out of here with that <laughs> off back to america <laughs> if you're so smart like why yeah. do you even we're all in the same place right now so how smart can you really be Ooh, hit him with that mm, i love that one <laughs> Dalmi pulls NJ aside to talk about this bid privately. She thinks it's nonsense. NJ disagrees. She thinks Dalmi is limiting herself as CEO and not dreaming big enough. Dalmi correctly guesses the morning AI is also bidding on the project and NJ just doesn't want to lose. That's right, NJ says. I'd rather die than lose. Are you not confident? Dalmi says she's confident in their technology, but with Morning Group as backers, they can't win a bidding war against Morning AI with technology alone. And right now, they don't have time to fight a battle they'll lose. NJ tells Dalmi she's lost her spirit, but Dalmi disagrees. I'm just being careful. I once lost my entire team because of a reckless decision. I don't want to lose them again. That's my top priority. And we cut to see Dosan is standing outside the door, listening in on their conversation, looking thoughtful. I mean, that's fair. I think it's very fair, and I, I, we could talk about this one later, but <laughs> I don't like how this whole thing is handled, but that's fine. Mm. 
Saha watches Chulsan's vlog of their celebration from passing the test. She has a huge smile on her face, but when she goes down to the comments, she sees people basically shipping her and Chulsan and gets all annoyed. Back in the office, Chulsan is explaining something work-related to Saha, and she gets very distracted thinking about the comments complimenting him. Our girl is gone. <laughs> Chan Ho comes in then. He has another business idea he needs them to test out. It's a fortune-telling app based on tarot cards. The developers don't like it since they're engineer guys who don't believe in that stuff. But it's another Yongshil app, so they should have more loyalty to our boy. Dosan asks for a career reading then, and everyone is shocked since he's usually the first to decry this kind of thing. Should we bid on the Smart City project or not? Dalmi picks up on the significance of this question as Chan Ho slides the phone over to Dosan to pick a card. Dosan picks, and it's the tower card, which tells them not to be arrogant and that recklessness can make hard work meaningless. Saha and Dalmi agree that this means they shouldn't do it, but Dosan tells her not to believe it. It's just a superstition. <laughs> you got Dodge? Because I'm, I'm just thinking about it, because it's like, what? I don't understand what this show is, like, trying to say about like tarot cards or like fortunes or stuff like that because Yangshu like keeps providing these like insights or like whatever right and none of them ever come to fruition like i like almost like the yeah, complete opposite the happens Right, like, because I thought there was also significance that, like, okay, this whole time Yangshil has been giving Ji Pyong all these fortunes. It's got to be connected. I don't think it really was. And no. then I guess the whole, the whole thing is, don't listen to advice or what you think. Just sail off without a map, and it turns out okay. Yeah, like I, I think, guess. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that this show is saying is like, just follow your dream. Don't listen to anybody else. And it's like. But you've also proven that wrong by because when the team didn't listen to Jipyong or didn't even contact Jipyong to ask for his advice, everything went to shit. Okay, yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you're bringing this up first because, like, again, I this comes to a head later, and I just I have a lot of thoughts about it, and, and I agree, it's it's an odd message. Yeah, so I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is. I told Kelsey earlier that, like, I basically wrote out a whole page because I was just so frustrated. Like, it was a whole rant that I was like, I just have to write this out. I won't I won't read it out, but I have thoughts is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Chulsan is in the copy room when Saha comes in. She has two favors to ask. I want you to stop vlogging. Chulsan hesitates. He has a lot of subscribers. Why does she want him to stop? You don't want to? Saha shoots back and Chulsan says, no, it's fine. He'll stop doing it. He was going to anyway. Then what's the second thing? I know. <laughs> I was like, are they already dating at this point? Like, why does she think that he, she has an opinion on this? And honestly, even if you are dating, like, I don't like the whole giving up your hobbies for someone else thing. That, yeah. Man, you know, okay, we'll forgive it for now. I agree, it's, yeah. it's the last episode, we'll forgive it. Yeah. <laughs> the second thing is Saha tells him she hates when coworkers are obviously dating each other, so don't show it. Chulsan agrees he wouldn't want to make a big deal out of it. Wait, what? What do you mean? I don't want anyone to know we're dating, Saha responds. Chulsan sounds like he's choking on his own spit as he wonders <laughs> if she's lying to him again. But he's cut off by Saha giving him a smooch. And it's pretty bad because the poor guy was taken off guard. Yeah. Saha asks if he can do that for her. Still stunned, Chaha. Still <laughs> Chaha. Chaha. Still stunned, Chulsan tells her yes. 
You won't show it. Never. You have my word. Saha smiles and leaves. And once she's gone, Chulsan collapses to the ground in happiness. And that part was really cute. I love how really excited cute. he was. It was so cute. Uh, yeah. It's like, again, I will say this again. I've already said this before in the podcast that like I am... I don't know how the show did this so this specific thing so elegantly of like turning this like guy who's obviously kind of like a bum and just kind of like I don't know like not in her league let's be honest and yeah and like he matured and you know he went off and to the U.S. and came back and like you know he looks he looks and acts like an adult. Like, he takes care of his own stuff. He takes care of himself. And he gets the girl. There you go. You know? Good for him, honestly. It's amazing what a good skincare routine can do. <laughs> <laughs> Domi meets up with Ji Pyong to discuss the smart city bid. She's annoyed that Injay is letting her bias against morning group get in the way. Ji Pyong points out that Dalmi also hates to lose. Dalmi agrees, but that's just her personal feelings. As a CEO, she should make a rational decision. Ji hm. Pyong is very impressed at how the student has now become the master and comments mm -hmm. that Dalmi should become a mentor. Mm -hmm. But Dalmi thinks back to the tarot reading and how Dosan said they should submit a bid anyway. She leans in. Hey, Ji Pyong. Ji Pyong seems to see where this is going, rolls his eyes, and interrupts Dalmi, telling her it's unlikely. But what if we got really unbelievably lucky, Dalmi wonders. Do you think we could win? No, Ji Pyong tells her. It's just a waste of time and resources to try something you know you will fail. Dalmi sighs that she knew he'd say that. Then she sees the lunchbox Ji Pyong brought and asks if he finished everything. Ji Pyong says yes, and tell Wondok to stop sending him food. He doesn't have any room left in his fridge. They go to leave then, and Ji Pyong offers to bring the bags to Dalmi's car for her to take home. As they wait for the elevator, Dalmi tells him Wondok wanted to know what sides he likes. Ji Pyong sighs. It's really okay. My body fat percentage is soaring. Dalmi tells him one dog's goal is to make sure his body fat percentage goes over 20. Ji Pyong laughs. Over 20%? That's more than what pigs have. And that one comment has put you on thin fucking ice, good boy. Oh, yeah. 20% yeah. is what pig... Mm. Mm -hmm. You better watch your mouth, boy. Okay, yeah, right? Some people like pigs. Some people think they're cute. Yeah. You know, he yeah. has to have one flaw, you know, and that one I'm pretty sure you can talk him out of. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fine. You just do it for the banter sake. It's yeah. fine. Like sick one duck on him for saying that. <sighs> right. He's just mad because no one in this show has enough ass to make that kind of comment. So <laughs> y'all flat. Accurate. I'm going to slide right off your chair. <laughs> the elevator doors open then, and of course Dosan is inside. Things get real awkward real fast. It looks like Ji Pyong and Dalmi are just going to let the doors close, but Dosan opens them again. Are you getting in? Dalmi and Ji Pyong go inside, and immediately I found the blocking in this scene really interesting because Dalmi and Dosan are in front with Ji Pyong standing in the middle between them like, hmm, I wonder who's the outsider. Yep. When I tell you, you can feel the awkward silence in this scene. Ji Pyong, of course, picks this moment to tell Dalmi, next time, ask your grandma to make some Kong Japan for me. I love Kong Japan. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> like, also, I was like, yeah, you know what you're doing, but also, like, you and Dalmi were having a conversation beforehand. Like, you're just continuing the conversation. Like, yeah, it's really, is it a bit petty? Yeah. yeah. Is it awful? No. No. It's like, you're just answering her, like... <laughs> 
it's like, I know what you were doing, but also it should be harmless if it didn't mean yeah. so much. No, I yeah. agree. I totally agree. Uh, shocking. <laughs> Dami immediately looks at Dosan guiltily and awkwardly tells Ji Pyong, okay. Then the elevator breaks and everyone is like surprisingly chill about it. <laughs> like, Jipion got like a little antsy in the back, but I was like, oh my god, is he gonna have a freak out? Like, oh my god, I'm claustrophobic. Because oh. I was so prepared for that. <laughs> oh, like finally he's in a vulnerable, posi- vulnerable position, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't Aww. happen. He was just like, oh, this is such an awkward. No, I know, yeah, they just like seemed very inconvenienced. Whereas I'm like, if yeah. I were trapped in an elevator, I'd be freaking out. Yeah, same. Same, because it's like, why is this happening? Is it gonna fall? Like the the walls are closing in on me. So maybe I'm just projecting on him. Like what's about what? to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, nothing happened. They yeah, they were all just very calm about it and just like, man, this is just really inconvenient. And probably Jip Young was like, I just like had that killer line of like, yeah, tell your grandma I like this dish. And then he's like, oh, I can't even walk away like a bad bitch. Like, come on. Why did you make that so sexy? <laughs> I tell your boyfriend <laughs> what his girl's doing. Yeah. So. But it's one dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the favorite with one dog. That's like, yeah. it's just undeniable. And if he wants to use that, what power to him? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's... Is it in your episode where Dami brings Dosan to um, Wandak's shop? That would be your episode. That's my episode? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and I just kept thinking the entire time, like, how the chemistry is just so different between Wandak and Dosan and Wandak and Jipyong. I thought the same thing. Mm. I 100% thought the same thing. Particularly, like, compare that scene to when they were making all the food, like, a few episodes ago. Yeah. It's just, there's no comparison. There really isn't. (laughs) There really isn't. There is not. Like, (sighs) Jipyong is family. Like, how can you, and he is just such a wonderful, like, how, how, how does Dami pick Dosan? I'm just so upset about it. How could you be so wrong? Yeah. Anyway, I can yeah. talk about that forever. Wait, I know this. Is, these are the times when, like, I almost, I kind of wish we disagreed because I, I just, I want to know what the other side is. What's the other argument? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Other than like, oh, he breaks the traditions of K drama lead, but he ends up fulfilling it in the end spoilers that's true <laughs> although that was that was very cute i it, i, I swelled with pride seeing that it was cute i found it a little <laughs> awkward that they held hands for so long i'm like okay we get it they're holding hands and they're walking through a building like come on like yeah get to oh, the point cool. they look so good though they did look so good i was like hmm, power couple <laughs> right yes definition, definition. <laughs> <sighs> So we interrupt the awkward elevator venture to cut to Yongsan asking Saha for help solving an anagram. It's a character string from the ransomware host name, which hilariously, which hilariously read. <laughs> if you read it, it says, it says it's meat, name. <laughs> it's, 
it's meat, Nape. Like, I didn't understand. Why is meat in there? I, it's very funny. Okay. He thinks if they can decipher it, then they can figure out who it is. He scoots close to Saha, and they start solving it together. This gets Chulsan's attention, who is immediately jealous of their proximity and goes to separate them. Yongsan is oblivious, but Saha notices, and rather than be annoyed, she seems like a little smug about it. He is so annoying. Like, he's been so good, and now he's just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he just said, like, best glow up, and now you're back on. Oh. Like, yes, this was so annoying. It's like, that's like your best bro. You really think he's trying to make moves? On your secret girlfriend? No. Young just, could, though. I think that's, you know, he knows. I mean. You exist because I allow it, is what Young san says to Chulsan. <laughs> honestly, accurate. Like, ever since, like, Saha and, like, the one of the beginning episodes was like, Young san you look cute. I was like, that yeah. should be the couple. Because she's. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of like, I, I kind of get this one. Yeah. You should be worried. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. That's fair. Back in the elevator, Dosa notices that Dalmi is holding the info for the smart city bid. Did you say elevator? I did. <laughs> That's for you, Stray Kids fans. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I did it for you. He tells her he thinks that they should submit a bid. Ji Pyeong looks hilariously disgusted, and Dalmi argues that it's a lot to tackle and she really doubts they'll get it. Dosan says he knows. I don't expect us to get it. Then why bother? Ji Pyeong interrupts. It's a lot of work for something you don't expect to succeed at. That's why we should do it, Dosan argues. That way, it'll be easier next time. The two have an intense stare-off for a moment where they seem to completely forget about Dalmi and this being her decision. Ji Pyeong emphasizes how much extra work this is going to be. Just for practice, that's a lot of time and energy if you don't get it. But Dosan interrupts him. It'll be a learning experience. You pass failure on your way to success. But Ji Pyeong thinks that's just being reckless. Dalmi rolls her eyes. What's with you two? Why talk about work here? But Dosan continues, reckless? Ji Pyeong tells him the wrong order could cost them their life. I told you before, if you sail off without a map, you'll die. Did you forget? How could I? Dosan responds. Of course I remember. Sailing off without a map. Dalmi gives him a very significant look then and thinks back to the rooftop after Dosan smashed the nameplate when she told him they would sail off without a map. Dosan continues. But to me, sailing off without a map was marvelous. I might have failed, but no regrets. Never did, never will. Which that last part was like a direct quote. <laughs> it's very funny to me. I am so mad that Dosan like used that and Dami was like oh my god it's our thing when it, it's not their thing it's her and Jipyong's really thing and Dosan yeah. was like I'm just gonna steal this after when I first heard this I was like this makes no sense and Jipyong was like no it makes perfect sense blah 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 and it's like <sighs> whatever good point yeah Jipyeon looks pained here, and man, do I feel that, as he tries to explain why middle school era platitudes don't actually amount to much. But Dosan cuts him off. I know. Like you said, sailing off without a map could cost me my life, but I could also survive. And people like that become trailblazers. The doors are forced open then, and Dosan exits the elevator, with Dalmi quickly following after him. Jipyeon watches with a look that I think means he finally realizes he can't win over Dalmi. <sighs> 
Domi follows Dosan around the corner where he apologizes for putting her in a difficult position. He tells her to pretend he never said anything. It was just noise. I will support your decision no matter what you decide to do. I just don't want your decision to be hindered by us. Even if we fail, it won't affect the team. And Dalmi knows for sure now that he overheard her conversation with NJ. She tells him she's changed in the last three years. I've changed too, Dosan tells her. I'm much stronger now. And he walks away. So this is a conversation that I have a lot to say about. Mm. First of all, unsurprisingly, I agree with Joe. Oh my god. <laughs> You, you agree with Joe. I'm so glad. I, I cannot get the names right in this show, and I don't know why. <laughs> I agree with Ji Pyong. Mm-hmm. And for once, I don't really think it's a matter of opinion, but actual good business practice. Like, I, I really don't like how the show is conflating, and it continues to do this, but this is where it starts. It's conflating a good business decision with this romantic idea of sailing off without a map. And I think taking chances is fine in your personal life. And like Dalmi saying like, I want to be a CEO or like I, I have these ambitions. I think supporting someone in something like that. Yeah, that's great. And you should support someone as as a close friend or a partner or whatever. But I think conflating that with, oh, Dosan supporting her in this idea, which makes him a good match for her is is totally different. Because I think that's saying if someone doesn't support you in everything, then they're like a bad partner. But it's like, no, you need good, solid advice from people. And that's what Ji Pyong's offering. And I get this is a K-drama and things are going to be romanticized. But it's like, this is about startups and this is about business. And Ji Pyong is offering legit business advice here, which is you don't have a good chance of this. Don't waste your resources. A failure, mm-hmm. like this whole idea of like failing is like I failed to succeed. Like that that doesn't make sense. That's like saying every time you fail at gambling, you're earning experience. No, the two have nothing nothing to do with each other. It's not really gaining you every, anything. And I know it's going to work out and it does. I already knew when I was taking these notes, it's going to work out because that's how the show works. But it's not practical. And not only that, let's say that Dosan is strong enough to handle all this. And that's what he's saying, blah, blah, blah. This would be a team decision. Dalmi is the CEO of a company. She can't be making this decision because she has this romantic idea and because she and because Dosan believes in her and because this is what they're like, this is a relationship moment for her. She has like this responsibility to this company to make the right decision. Yeah. You should not be putting your emotional feelings in there, which she said earlier, but then, oh no, Dosan believes in me. I have to do this. Ugh. It just, it really, really bothered me because I just think that's a really, really bad message. Yeah. I. I agree with that because even later on in the show, everybody goes to Jipyong for his honest business advice. Yes. And here, I cannot believe Dalmi didn't see through this of Dosan contradicting Jipyong because he just doesn't want to agree with Jipyong. He's like, well, I'm going to say the opposite yeah. because I don't want to agree with him and I don't want Dalmi to agree with him because that's just going to make them be closer and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so that really annoys me because Jipyong never puts his emotions into his business decisions. And if he does, he lets you know. Like with that example with Yongsan. Mm-hmm, Yeah. He was like, as a man, I don't want you to do this, but as a person in business who's giving you advice, I think this is a fantastic idea. So Right, mm. and I think Dosan, like, it's played as this moment of, oh, she realizes he's the right choice because he's supporting her in everything, when really he's just supporting her in a very selfish de- decision. Yeah. Like, 
the show gives every indication up till this point that this is a bad decision. Even Dalmi went to Inje and was like, you're letting emotions get into this. Mm-hmm. And then she does the exact same thing. Yep. And it's like, oh, well, because Dosan's supporting me. Oh, well, that means this is the right decision. And again, it's just, it, it's hard to complain about because it ends up working out well. Yeah. But I, I, I just, I cannot, like, you have a fiduciary responsibility. That is a legal responsibility to not let your selfish motivations get in the way of what's best for the company. Yeah. You cannot just, oh, like, imagine if your work was just like, hey, we're going to, I'm going to waste your time and make you put all this effort into everything, yeah. even though I don't expect us to succeed. That makes no sense. <laughs> I completely agree. It really set me off. Yeah, I don't. And, like, kind of played as, like, see, this is why Ji Pyong isn't right for her. He doubted her. It's like, no, he's giving her honest advice because he cares about her. Yeah. And this is also the scene of just like, if it's me and Dosan, we can do anything. Yes. And that's no. No, you got lucky. That's it. <laughs> and that's something I wish overall for the show is that I I wish it could have almost separated those two, because I think that would have been a perfect compromise as far as like the love triangle is like if she had been like, Dosan, like I love you, and like as a partner romantic partner i really like you but don't like but ji pyong has the right idea here and i'm ji pyong is my business partner yeah and that's where he plays into his relationship with me i think that would have been the perfect compromise Mm -hmm. but no instead it's like business and and romance are tied together and i I just don't think that works Mm -mm. because is like dosan gonna use that forever like, well, I'm your romantic partner. All my decisions, you just have to go along with all my decisions because they've worked so far. Whatever. Right? Or, like, yeah, I'm going to support you in everything. Like, I, I actually... Yeah. If anything, that's toxic if someone was just a yes man to you. Yeah. You gotta have your own thoughts. You gotta be able to say no. <sighs> so, yeah, it's... That's why Jip Young's perfect for her. <sighs> yeah whatever yeah it just it hurt me because i'm like that's his one thing is he was the business guy and you took that away from him (laughs) yep yeah because so far everything jipyong has said has been right and this is the one time they're just gonna let him be wrong yeah okay yeah whatever that night dalmi can't sleep She's kept up thinking about Dosan's suggestion that they put in a bid for the smart city. She opens the tarot card app and selects career reading. She gets the seven of swords card, which basically says, be careful. You may get hurt if you make any rash decisions. She sighs and leans back. Of course, I agree. But then she reaches for her phone to try one more time and she gets the exact same result. She does this, I kid you not, like six more times and gets the same result every time. And she's not freaking out nearly enough for how crazy that is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe I do believe in tarot reading. Right? It's just, yeah, she, it makes it seem like she does this for hours and she still yeah. gets the same card every single time. Seems fishy to me. So again, <laughs> with like this whole idea of like, if you just believe in yourself, like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's too cheesy even for me, man. Also, like, the way they set this up made it seem like Yangshu was, like, all-knowing. I was ready for, like, that big reveal of, like... That's true. We never learned, like, what's up with Yangshu. Like, how does he know all this stuff? Well, except for, like, he's been right about every single thing except this, that too. Yeah. 
So, it, yeah, that's been really annoying because it's like, okay, so this is the one time Yong Shil is going to be wrong. And this is also the one time Jip Yong is going to be wrong. There's two people I believe in. It's Jip Yong and Yong Shil. Yeah. And one is even alive. <laughs> <laughs> even better, I say. <laughs> the next morning, Dalmi eats breakfast with her mom. Dalmi wonders if they should try a new tonic to help Wandok since she keeps sleeping so much. Ahyun gives a sly smile and says, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Which made it seem like she's going to poison her mother-in-law. <laughs> like, why would you say that? That's really weird. Uh, I thought she was going to go like beat Wandok awake or something. Like go hit her with something. Be like, wake up. You're no longer sleeping. I'm no longer going to be nice. <laughs> I know. It seemed so menacing. But she just goes to the bank and gets a lease for a commercial space. Yeah. Very unexciting. Yong-san and Saha are back at solving the anagram. Chul-san shows his annoyance by endlessly tapping the enter key very loudly. Ji-pyong chases down Do-san in the sandbox lobby. He wants something returned to him. The letter. The one he left in their rooftop office years ago. He... <laughs> Your smile. <laughs> he wants it back since Do-san doesn't need it anymore. Do-san shoots back that Ji-pyong also has something of his then. The money tree. Okay, let's swap and call it the end. And Ji Pyong wants to do it now. Then we get a little scene of NJ's stepdad getting the court papers to dissolve her adoption, and he gets mad and, like, maybe a little sad. At home, Dosan finds Dami's letter and reads it. It talks about Dosan being a pretty music box, and he gets all emo. Ji Pyong calls then, and Dosan tells him the deal is off. He's keeping the letter. What the fuck, my guy? <laughs> Those are not no, yours. Just... I am like a hundred percent behind Jip Young on his on his decision of what he does because Dosan ignores his calls and he's like, "Those are mine and they are his." Like Dosan, like even though these say your name, they are not addressed to you. They are not written right? to you. They're not yours. Like in I what totally world agree. do you think that you get to keep these? Absolutely not. Like, I think Jip Young is under every right to ask for those letters back. They are his. Oh, for sure. And to be fair, he was even willing to do the trade, which, like, Dozan didn't even care about the tree, so, like, that was BS. Yeah. But he was like, okay, fine, sure. I just want the letter back. Yeah, and he, you know, had many nights staring longingly at that tree, and he was still willing to Dead. give it up. Yes. It meant, that tree meant more to Jip Young than Dozan at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway yeah because we all know Dosan's just gonna kill that tree right so yeah luckily I guess Ji Pyong ends up with it although luckily is not a word I want to use Ah Hyun gives Wondok the papers for the building lease but rather than be excited Wondok is overwhelmed because let this poor woman retire right (laughs) <laughs> she tells Ahyun to go cancel it, but Ahyun doesn't listen and just tells Wondok she's counting on her to make sure things go smoothly. <laughs> it's like, I, I, this is another thing that I was like, this is awful. This is not fun. Right? It's, it's like, this is <laughs> maybe she find... wants to sleep. Yeah. Like, also, like, if you're worried about her sleeping too much, this is when you find her a hobby that she oh, enjoys. Yes, you hobby. don't force her to go to work. <laughs> Get back to work, old woman. You'll never know a day of rest. Yeah, like, can we not, like, try tennis? Try try knitting. She can knit with her new son-in-law. Yeah, like, try yeah. something fun. Yeah, because, like, again, like, this is, like, a show who's just, a sh- like, the show, fe- if it, it feels like the show is just glorifying work. That's Ooh. what that's what America is supposed to do. Okay, Korea, get it together. 
<laughs> that's a good point i hadn't thought about that but it does yeah it's like you were nothing without a job like you just get sad and you're depressed and you don't have any success and you just nothing it's like no th- no like one doc is old enough to retire she's done a lot she's provided right. for many people she's allowed to rest now let her have a hobby and i think knitting is a great option because she can i totally agree knit pretty things and also those needles are sharp she can stab people who annoy her so <laughs> yeah particularly make this poor blind woman work. Uh, yeah i can't get it I, uh, yeah yeah it's like she's apparently she's nearly blind and she's nearly deaf like yeah yeah let's put her incompetent daughter-in-law like in charge of all of this sure right yeah Ji-pyong tries to call Dosan again that evening, but Dosan doesn't answer. Dosan's dad tells him to come to the living room, and when he goes out, Ji-pyong is there, plant in hand. It's a very funny scene, reminiscent of when Ji-pyong just showed up at Dalmi's place, where mm-hmm. Ji-pyong once again pretends to be besties with Dosan so his parents don't get suspicious. Ji-pyong hands over the money tree, and Dosan's parents are so impressed and invite him to dinner. Dosan once again tries his best to push out the good boy, but his dad brings out that handmade alcohol and it's all over but the crime. Ji-pyong tries to pass, but Dosan interrupts to say Ji-pyong can't drink. He can't control himself. Ji-pyong smiles. That's not true. Unlike someone, I behave myself even when drunk. Dosan's parents look at him. I I I behave too, he mutters. <laughs> Chief really just wrecking funny. things. That was really funny. I'm wondering if our Discord was referencing this scene of Jipyong did something I don't approve of. This is the only thing this? I could. I that is the only thing I could think of in this episode. Unless See, there's I something thought it else might be the the um side dish thing in the elevator. <laughs> I know. I'm so clueless as to what it is. I like nothing he does is like, like, oh, no. I like my opinion totally changes of him. Like, no, it's like, I think it's a very rational decision of him. Like Dosan is no longer picking up my calls. Like we had this agreement. This is, I want my letters back. Like, yeah, I would go to a person's house too and be like, give me back my stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, like, is it a little bit ghoulish? Yeah, but yeah. that's what's fun about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's because it, they are, they are friends in their own way. So him just yeah. kind of showing up and being like, hey, like, it's funny. I, I, yeah, I didn't take it as malicious at all. No. Yeah, no, because it wasn't like Jipyong was there, like, ragging on Dosan to his parents. No, like, he was perfectly yeah. respectful, you know, everything, he was he, polite. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, Jipyong's a little bit of a petty bitch, but yeah, worse things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's it wouldn't positive. have had to go to these lengths if Dosan had just kept his word. Nope. Nope. So I think that's on Dosan. And I think Jipyong is allowed to be a little petty in this moment. Oh, yeah. Like we said, he has to have some flaws. Right? <laughs> but even these I find endearing. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we're just whipped. It's fine. It's fine. I thought you were going to say we're simps. <laughs> we're simps. We are simps. <laughs> that too. So cut to everyone drunk in the living room, except Dosan's poor mom. Dosan and Ji Pyong are much better friends when they're in their cups and beg Dosan's dad for some plum wine. 
Dosan's mom tells her husband it's time to go to bed. These two will go all night. Dosan's dad agrees. They seem very close and goes to get them the plum wine. Then he gives Dosan a little pat pat and tells him not to touch the bush clover wine, which earlier he introduced as a wine that every man knows for its ability to increase stamina. So does Dosan's dad think Dosan and Jipyong are gonna bang? <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was the implication I was getting. <laughs> Because they make a point of saying, like, this is, every man knows the stamina. And then he's like, I wonder, don't touch it. I wonder if his, his dad was like, if you guys drink this, you are going to bang. So, like, don't <laughs> like, touch it. Speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a very funny thing to add. <laughs> Again, just everybody has better chemistry than Dosan and Dalmi. Yeah, yeah. I really think this show missed out on, like, having, like, goblin levels of, like, bromance between the two of them. It absolutely did. Because that's also something that I feel like every show we've watched that has had a good bromance, that's always the thing we're enamored with. Yeah. And, like, I feel like there could have... Because, like, in the beginning, also, like, the beginning episodes, those parts that we loved and were so funny, mm-hmm. it was Ji Pyong and Dosan. Yeah. I miss that. I know. Them just being silly together was so good. We get we get a little taste of it here. A little yeah. alcoholic taste. Yeah. I feel like they they emphasize the I hate you aspect way too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you know I don't know. They have yeah, again, they have just such good chemistry and their yeah. scenes together are just so fun. How dare you not give us more of that? Yes. No one wants to see two guys fighting over a girl. Yeah. That's old. It's worn. Bring us something new. And shiny. Agreed. <laughs> oh. Because we're gross. I thought you said, like, shiny. <laughs> I was like, I agree, but... <laughs> and what does that shiny. have to do with anything? <laughs> shiny has... It, everything has to do with shiny, Lisa. It's true. Anyway, Dosan's parents leave, and Dosan ends up getting serious about something. He asks Ji Pyong about the letter. Wandok told him Ji Pyong used his name because he looked smart and kind. Ji Pyong says, No, I did it out of envy. I saw your parents congratulating you and taking photos with you on TV, and I really envied your life. That's why I used your name. Dosan is a little shook and tells Ji Pyong, I envied you a lot. Ji Pyong laughs. Why would you envy me? Because of my house, my car, my watch? Dosan says, No. A long time ago, I asked Delmi why she liked me, and this was her answer. And we again see the whole thing about he was her first love, and he wrote the letters, and how he was upset that those were both actually Ji Pyong. And when she finally said something about Dosan, it was that he had nice, big hands. That's it. So I tried very hard to outdo all the memories that you two shared with this one thing alone, but it certainly wasn't enough. Ji Pyong looks thoughtful and wonders, if you know that, why didn't you give up? Dosan says he can't, and Ji Pyong wonders if that means Dosan will love her forever, knowing it won't be reciprocated. Dosan answers, "Yes, I'll love her forever." I rolled my eyes so hard at that part. You really did. <laughs> <laughs> Even now. Even now. Which again, this just brings up like, because it, it, they always just keep reminding me how sad Ji Pyong is and how he just wants someone to love and he just wants a family, and I'm like, stop! You just <laughs> stop making it worse. I know. Well, we're at Dosan's house, like, with his parents, where, like, Dosan has clearly this loving family, and it's just rubbing in how alone Ji Pyong is. Yes! Yeah. Because, like, if he got together with Dalmi, like, all of that would be solved. Right. 
I mean, hopefully they're still friends. So I like pray that he still gets to like go over and help them make holiday meals and stuff like that. But I mean, he's still one dog's favorite grandchild. It's like, true. Favorite child, whatever. Yeah. He's one dog's favorite. Yeah. So. Huh. I hope he's still seeing her all the time. Best relationship Better. in the show. Yes. Made me cry again one last time. <gasps> one last time. And again, I went for Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> you went for Hamilton. Yep. Early in the morning, Dalmi goes downstairs to find Wondok stirring batter. She wonders what's happening, and Wondok explains the trouble Ahyun has caused. She stayed up all night preparing the batter while Ahyun slept soundly. But what can she do? Someone has to sort it out. Dalmi smiles to herself, and I get they know Wondok better than we do, but I just feel so badly for this poor woman. I know. Dalmi tells Wondok she thinks the shop will do well. Wondok disagrees. But what can you do? She should at least try. Dalmi gives her grandmother a significant look and thanks her. For what? I found my answer, Dalmi replies. And I cannot emphasize enough how these situations are not the same and this is a dumb conclusion. Because if one dog fails, yeah. it really only hurts herself. And I guess sort of Ahyun. There's no stakes. If Dalmi's bid fails, it hurts everyone at their company, including the employees who've expressed they are not fans of this idea. It is not the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Ji Pyong wakes up and speaks to Yang Shil. Only Yang Shil doesn't respond. And Ji Pyong is not at his apartment. He's asleep in Dosan's bed, in Dosan's pajamas. <laughs> he suddenly remembers the events of the night before and being super drunk at Dosan's house. He's mad since he drank enough to black out, so why does he remember such useless details? <laughs> and he thinks back to what Dosan said about Dalmi only liking his hands. It reminds him of when he overheard Dong Chan saying that Dami likes men with big hands. Ji Pyong looks down at his hand and put the extra joints away, please, sir. <laughs> he has really freaky hands. One flaw. I literally cut his hands and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Why do they look like that? I thought he had nice hands. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> but I was like, really? You get one hand shot and that's what you're going to show us? I'd redo that. <laughs> Second take. Do it again. <laughs> he heads out to the kitchen where Dosan and his mom are getting breakfast ready. Dosan asks if they have any kongjaban. Ji Pyong likes it and he wants to pack some for him to take home. And that was oh, really freaking was cute. Sweet. This was yeah. so sweet. He's like, Dosan, if you could act like this all the time, I think I would like you more. Okay, that's the thing. Cause, and this extends into the scene coming up too. Dosan acts acts so out of character here mm -hmm. it's like that's where it really it, it makes me mad because i'm like this is a writing thing this isn't i'm not i can't be mad at Dosan here because yeah i get it sounds really dumb for me to say that because it sounds like i'm just trying not to like Dosan whatsoever but it's like this is not the character you've established since he came back from the u.s this yeah. is back to old cute Dosan, and that's not who he is anymore yeah because i mean i think i would get it more if like, after Jipyong said his whole spiel of, like, I was jealous of you because you had a family and you had people who loved you and, like, whatever. If there was, like, a moment where Dosan really took that in and was like, hmm, okay. Like, no words even had to be spoken. Just, like, a meaningful look of just soaking that in. This scene would have made more sense. But, yeah, but right now, as it is, it feels very out of character. 
Yeah, that's a good point. It's like either we're missing a scene or something in there. But yeah, it was it was really weird. Yeah. But that's cute. Ji Pyong sees this all and looks pained. He heads back into Dosan's room to get dressed. <laughs> Dosan comes to tell him <laughs> breakfast is ready, but <laughs> but Ji Pyong says he'll just head home. Dosan offers for him to take some kongjaban with him since he said he liked it in the elevator. But Ji Pyong cuts him off. Have you no pride? He sounds angry as he tells Dosan he's taking the letter and the tree. Dosan argues that's not fair. We were supposed to do a swap. Ji Pyong says that even then, it's my loss. Mr. Nam, I was going to keep playing dumb, knowing how dull-witted you are, but I can't. Listen up, I won't say it twice. <sighs> we cut to Dosan sprinting down the street as Ji Pyong gives a tearful sigh in his car and looks over at the money tree and the letter. It's okay, he tells himself. This is enough. Oh my god. Uh, I literally almost started crying because I was like, it's not enough. It's not. It's just... Uh. This man is too self-sacrificing for his own good. Preach. But also, I like, I really respect a man who like bows out when he like knows that he's not going to like win instead of, yeah, you know. Instead of he's, and that's he's the Ji Pyong paradox is like yeah. the more they make him lose, the more I like him. Yeah. <laughs> like you cannot make me dislike this character at this point. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because he bowed out beautifully. Oh, absolutely. Like chef's kiss. It was poetry. Like everything he said, I was just like, you, Wandok had you pinned the moment she saw you. You are just. Good boy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, because I don't think I could be that big of a person to like. No, I could not. To do that. I, wow. Best boy. <laughs> yeah. Pour one out, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dalmi is at the Wall of Aspirations in Sandbox, and this is where Dosan finds her and asks what she's doing there. Dalmi was thinking about their first day. Dosan wrote one down too, right? What's the probability of me finding the one you wrote? Dosan says it's about 0.00002%. Dalmi wonders if the probability of them winning the bid is around that as well. Let's do this. If I manage to find your paper in one minute, then we'll bid on the project. Dosan argues that these things have nothing to do with each other, and for once I completely agree with him. Yeah. But Dalmi starts looking anyway. As Dosan watches over her, we cut back to hear what Ji Pyong said. Stop feeling inferior to me. Work on your self-esteem and look at Dalmi again. Then you'll know who she really likes. He gives a bitter smile and says, with those hands alone, you beat our memories. How? <laughs> How? Those are big hands. Those are big hands. <laughs> I, yeah, that line. That line that was line so hurt. good, though. It hurts so yeah. bad. It's like, yeah. But it also kind of shows how dumb that is, right? Yes. This and another point that what happens next it kind of feels like a big shrug from the writers. Yeah. Back in the present, Dalmi is still searching. Dosan thinks it over and reaches out to pull his note off the wall. He tells Dalmi, I found it, so let's do it. Dalmi reads what Dosan wrote and looks up at him. Dosan again asks the question, why do you like me? I wasn't your first love. I didn't write those letters. I lied to you and I hurt you. I can't think of a single reason why you'd like me. And wow, now this is the second time I'm agreeing with Dosan. Amazing. Yeah. Dalmi looks a little awkward before telling Dosan 
I don't know. Why do you keep asking me this question? And Dosan just asks again. So Dami finally answers. Do I need a reason? I just like you. I don't need a reason to like you because it's you. That's all there is to it. And I'm fucking dying that that is what the writers went with. Right. <laughs> because it's just very clear that like even y'all don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you just threw in this half-baked moment thinking we'd find it cute. Well, we don't. Okay. Yeah. At least I don't. I, I, that is such a pet peeve in, in writing of like, I just do. I just like you. We're just meant to be. It's like, no, that that's showing that you don't have any. It's, it's very similar to the Game of Thrones. Daenerys Targaryen forgetting about the freaking Isles. The Iron Isles. The, and the writers just being like, she forgot. Nope. You don't do that. You can't do that. Nope. <laughs> you can't say just because. Yep. <sighs> Spoilers for Game of Thrones. I'm very sorry. <laughs> if you haven't watched season eight, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't. So music swells, Dosan smiles, and they kiss. And yes, they do still have very good kisses. They do. That was <laughs> that was still pretty hot. Yeah. They're very pretty people. They're a beautiful couple. Yeah, Dosan's really good at kissing. But like when Domi mm-hmm. pulls him into a kiss, ooh, that was awkward. Yes! I know exactly what you're talking about. Only Dosan can do the pulling in of the kisses, okay? Dommy is just like awkward. A, it was just a chomp chomp situation. It was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we zoom in on Dosan's paper. I want to turn a misunderstanding into reality. <laughs> At the office, Chulsan has finally had enough. Yongsan tries to show Saha more anagram ideas, but Chulsan comes up and ends up kicking Yosan's notebook outside. Dalmi and Dosan find the notebook in the hallway and wonder what it is. Saha tells him about the anagram to find the ransomware culprit, and Dosan looks at the circled answer, Apollon and Artemis, and looks troubled. And oh my goodness, I wonder what this could mean. What could this be? Who could right? It be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as he like looked at it and it was like Artemis and Apollo, I got it right when he did and i was like even though it was very obvious (laughs) yeah no i mean i think it's it's when you see the names yeah it's very like yeah okay yeah Yeah. it's like how did nobody else figure this out literally all of us figured it out come on friends yeah they were too sus yeah song su and his dad have a little villain meeting where they resolve to smack chung myung company down and since they haven't had an original thought in their lives they decide the best way to do this is by using the same tactic dummy used on them before poisoning oh the media God. and i almost hesitate to say this because this pretty much goes nowhere but <laughs> dummy is waiting for ji pyong in his office when ji pyong finds this out from dong chan he immediately runs to a conference room to avoid her which I don't blame him this time, honestly. I, don't I get either. needing a few days. Yeah. I get it. You know, you just spent the night at her boyfriend's place. You don't want to be the other man. Yeah. Dosan gets another call from Dong Chan that Dalmi's gone. So he goes to head back to the office, but then he dramatically leans against the door and calls himself a loser, and the universe agrees and has Dalmi open the door at that exact moment, so Ji Pyong falls dramatically into her arms. They're gonna give us this moment? How dare they? Now? How, exactly now? now? How dare they? Things are awkward and Ji Pyong tries to scurry away, but Dalmi calls him out for avoiding her. Because I know what you'll say, Ji Pyong tells her. I always thought I'd be able to act cool in situations like this, but turns out I'm a loser after all, and I'm not okay. Dalmi looks heartbroken, and honestly, you should, bitch. That was yeah. painful. <laughs> yeah. 
Jipyeon continues, but if I felt okay now, that would mean I didn't actually like you that much. Dalmi apologizes, and it looks like Jipyeong is crossing himself. <laughs> There's like a moment where he like puts his hand on his forehead. I was like, yes, call upon the Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry too. I'm afraid I'll act like a loser for quite a while. They stand there for a few seconds before Dalmi tells him, I wanted to tell you that we decided we're going to bid on the project. Jipyeong gives that fake smile. Okay. You made a good decision. And the way I laughed, because the man only gives compliments to things he's not interested in. <laughs> I know. It was so good. I was like, that was a mic fucking drop right there. And I think Dalmi knew too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It just, ooh. Stop the show right there, honestly. Right? Roll credits. Right? That Just was the best. Give it all the frat snaps. He needs all the frat snaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. Like, every time I think he just can't get any better, he does stuff like this. And I'm like, right? I love you more. <sighs> we get a montage of everyone working hard to prepare for the bid. And finally, the time has come. It's also the first day of Wandog's new corn dog shop. The gals are all together in the morning, and Dalmi tells Wandog that she looks like a beautiful cosmos flower in bloom, and it was so sweet. It was very sweet. Dalmi then goes to leave, and on her way out, gives her mother a hug, saying, Thank you, Mom, and I don't know if it was earned, but okay. Songsu and the twins are at the hall where like the bid presentation is happening. I don't really know what it was, but they were all there, and they see Dosan and Dalmi, and they wonder, is it bravery? No, they just don't know their place. Songsu meets with two guys from a newspaper, and Morning Group gave them a lot of money for ads, so they're going to do Songsu a favor. It's a public service, even, considering the info he has can make a great article to warn people about a certain company. Songsu spills on Chungmyong, who is developing a self-driving car, but was recently hacked. The guys all laugh about how if they were if this were published, not only would it be difficult for Chungmyong to get the bid, but it could completely destroy a startup of their size. We then cut to Chungmyong's office. A man enters, and we see it is the same reporter that Songsu met with. He tells them he's working on an article about self-driving car startups, and everyone immediately gets super excited and invites him in for an interview. And, like I was like screaming, I was like, "Have you guys learned nothing from right? Jung? But I guess right? they did. I don't know. I was like, "What? What? Like reporter just like walks in and is like, hey, can I have an interview? Like that was so weird. I was like, I have so many red flags, all the red flags, right? And I'm also like, how's this even allowed after the whole egging thing? Things start off pleasant as the reporter throws some softball questions, and then the reporter brings up how other companies have had ransomware attacks, and one of their employees speak up too quickly, revealing the same thing happened to Chung Myung. Rookie mistake. (laughs) Yeah, right? Or was he a plant? We never know anymore. Mm. We cut to Ji Pyong running, and I'm not sure if he saw something or just has enough sense to know that if he's not there, something has to be messing up, because honestly, it's, it's that... We're at that point. Yeah. Our bonus scene this week goes back to when Dalmi and Dosan were at the wall of aspirations. Dalmi shows Dosan her paper. I want to take the elevator to the top floor. Dosan confesses that he wasn't forced to work on a self-driving car system by Tusto. He volunteered. Just in case she remembered that day just like he does. And we see he's talking about that night after demo day when they all brainstormed together. I wanted to do it with you. I wanted to be, not that, I wanted to be your trophy, your pride, and your dream. <laughs> I wanted to be your comfort and your wings. The real me. That's why I started working on it. 
What about you? Me too, Dalmi says. Let's bid on the project. And Dosan makes the funniest face in response. Right? Okay, yes, he does. (laughs) But also, when he was like, I wanted to be your dream, I just kept hearing you in my brain of like, that was what that whole arc with his dad was about, about not being each other's dreams. And how, like, like, and it came off as like, you should make people your dreams. Yes. Like, yes. And I am annoyed how that never came up again. Cause yeah, that's kind of the, the thing that I get from this show is like, yeah, like just believe in yourself and believe in others and always support others and everything will turn out. Okay. Good vibes only. Yeah. So I just kept thinking that the whole time of like, don't put the burden on her of being your dream. Like, but she seems fine with it. Whatever. I guess it's okay if yeah. you're your true love's dream. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And I, I honestly, I think that's why Dosan and Dami are boring is because they have no conflict other than he yeah. lied to her. Yeah. That one thing. But like that was solved really quickly. And it's like they have no interpersonal conflict. Like they have, they fit together too well to the point mm. that it is boring. Yeah. Yep. They're just always happy with each other, always support each other. Oh, you made the best decision, babe. Oh, thanks, babe. Oh, wow. Yep. Not interesting. Yep. And, like, not realistic in the slightest. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The conflict is what makes it interesting and also what makes the best couples. Exactly. Yeah. And like you're saying, a bad message to say, if someone doesn't support you in every little thing, they don't love you. Yeah. So the scene ends when Dalmi insists she considered all the variables before making this decision. So Dosan says, okay, let's do it. And that's that. All right, then. (laughs) And that's that. Oh, is that the end of the episode? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yee! (laughs) Really is that. Honestly, the most interesting parts of that episode were where Jip Young was in. It was in the show. Yeah, yeah. As you, <laughs> yeah. I'm so curious to know what made people upset in episode 15. I agree. I'm really interested to know because I'm just so confused. Because like, I I don't see anything wrong. Same. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, what I brought up is, like, the only thing I could think of. Yeah, yeah. I had to, like, search for things. But there was nothing that I think was worse than anything he's done in the past few episodes as far as being, like, he gets a little angry. He gets a little petty. Yeah. That's just kind of. Yeah. That's how he is. Episode 16. It turns out that Dong Chun gave the reporter directions and passed on his information to Jip Young. The reporter's specialty is bashing startups. Jip Yong figures out quickly that one of their competitors must have tipped off the reporter. And Jip Yong is off. Run. He run in. And then we're back to Dosan figuring out who their hacker was. And the twins are terrible hackers if they just right? do enneagrams of their usernames. That is my personal opinion. <laughs> They realize the connection between the reporter's questions and what happened to them. What if they get hacked again? People's lives are on the line. Do they think there's a potential risk? And the company has upped their security to the highest level. So they're prepared for anything. 
Jipyong runs into NJ asking about Dalmi. Jipyong wants to stop the meeting, but NJ already knows about the reporter. She's not stopping it because they're handling it pretty well. Dami calls the reporter out on the questions he's asked so far, because if they stopped the interview now, then it's obvious what tone the article will take. Get it. Dami states the headline almost word for word back to the reporter that he came up with earlier. Aren't the risk of people's lives important? But does the reporter want to know something more important than that? (laughs) Than people's lives? The names of the people behind the attack? Dosan is somehow able to get evidence from the twins' computer and hand it over to the police. It was that just was like, oh, really it wasn't even a problem. <laughs> I was like, why was this even a thing? Yeah, they needed a reason for Dosan to come swooping in like the knight in shining, shining armor he is. We're just better. It's fine. Yeah. And the twins have been arrested. What will the reporter's article say about this? The reporter laughs and says that their editors will probably kill the story. Yongsan wonders how the reporter can pass up on this story of the culprits being caught and the son of Morning Group's chairman being behind it. The reporter says he's not supposed to report on crimes under investigation. Other reporters seem to have no problem doing that. Once the investigation is over, he'll definitely report on it, and he leaves. Jipyong is relieved. He thought Dalmi was making a mistake again. NJ knows Dalmi can handle this much. Jipyong agrees. But he seems to have mixed feelings about this. That Why hurt. would he? He's happy for Dalmi. It's a relief, really. But NJ can tell he's disappointed. And Jipyong decides know, to take like, off again, early. Why is he that always day. an outsider? And now he's gone from being an outsider to just. He just wanted not to even be part needed. of it. Did. Hurt. Why'd they have to show that? He had his little name card on his shoulder. Dummy and Dosan decide to go to Wandok's new store, and Wandok is. Wandok, Dark, Dark. Just a little slip of the tongue, okay? Dummy and Dosan decide to go to Wandok's new store, and Wandok is shocked to hear Dosan. Wandok lets him know that he's been a great help. Without Noongil, she wouldn't have managed. It's a lifesaver, and she thanks him. If anything is wrong with the app, Wandok should let Dosan know, and they'll fix it. And he knitted a cactus for Wandok, but something troubles her towards the end of that conversation. Okay, but like, when he was like, press it, it talks, and then he did that little, it's like a child. That was dumb. It was so <laughs> awkward. Just, yeah, the whole thing yeah, was so it. awkward. Yeah, I hated it. And, it's like, fucking... I get that one dog likes that he made Noongill. And, like, I, I do get that. But you guys have interacted, like, twice. I really, I, I don't feel like there's as much of a bond there as they make it seem like there is. Nope. There is not. Later, Chipyong answers his door, and it's Wandok. Ah! She's come to bring him corn dogs. He's glad to see she's opened a shop, but aren't the stairs in her house a nuisance? Why doesn't she move into an apartment? He'll get one for her. Wanduck asks if he's tired of talking the same nonsense over and over. Well, isn't there anything else she needs? No, there isn't. If he feels so bad, then he should do something for someone worse off than she is. And she's... But she's the one he owes. She's sick of this talk. 
Well, if she's sick of it, then she should just let him pay her back. If Jipyong was her, he would have gotten it over with already. Gotten it over with? She's very alarmed by that. Then she asks, good boy, are you going somewhere? Where would he go? She told him to not call her if he's doing well, and he's doing a bit too well these days. He'll call her if he's going. Monduk cuts him off and says, don't do that, and takes his hand. He should call her even if he's doing well, and he should visit her often. He should come see her whether something happens or not. Oh my god. Jibyong tries to keep himself from crying as he says, Why would he if nothing's happened? He should still come over and talk nonsense. Wandok is almost deaf and blind now. He can say and do whatever in front of her. To laugh and cry as much as he wants. She won't ask why. So he should see her often. He shouldn't get used to being alone. Jipyong, she says. Don't become any lonelier, okay? And she reaches over to wipe his tears and give him a hug and tell him it's okay. She's here for him. The way I cried. Right? Particularly, like, I was tearing up and then the don't become lonelier. That broke me. That hurt. Mm-hmm. 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 because that he like yeah that's why it hurts is because that's what he would do is like he loses dalmi yeah. and so then he also kind of loses all the samsan people and so he feels awkward and so he just retreats into himself and ah! yeah it's just yeah the show was like we can't leave you without one more cry right i mean best relationship oh, yeah. also just like but... mm, best boy yeah best boy best boy at work the next day apparently a lot of people have bid for the self-driving car thing yep and Dami wonders how they'll win and Cholson says weren't they just throwing their hat into the ring for experience Dami says of course the temp wonders what if they do win and Yongsan promises him a billion won if they do Cholson says he'll shave his head, and Saha says she'll reveal her boyfriend. Ooh. Ooh. Dosan says if they win, then he'll propose, Ooh. and everyone is baffled. Yeah. And Dosan thinks they have a real chance at winning. Bitch, you made so much of a deal out of. We should fail. Jipyong holds up a business plan and asks Dongjun to explain it. It came through mail, and Dong Chun had a good feeling about it. It's a startup about orphans who struggle financially once they leave the orphanage since they're in between adolescence and adulthood. The startup pairs each orphan with a sponsor who will help them. The CEO is an orphan himself, so he's very passionate. Jipyong says it's all charity work without creating value. No reason to spend money on them, right? Dongchun is going to cancel the meeting, but Jipyong tells him not to. Dongchun should meet with them. It's called the Ko Dil... I almost said dildo. <laughs> the Cold Dildo Foundation. Too many women with cold dildos. <laughs> the Ko Gildong Project. Okay, but we know that character. <gasps> I thought so too! <laughs> From It's Okay yeah, to Not Be Okay? I thought that was so funny. 
funny. I was like, man, we learn oh stuff gosh. here. We know the okay, references. I when okay, so I didn't get it from when they were first explaining Me neither. it. But I got it from the story when yeah. they were explaining it. I was like, I feel like I've heard this story before. Yeah. Okay's favorite okay, guy. I'm, well, you know, apparently he's a great guy. He's got a whole project named after him. <laughs> Back at the office, it's 10 p.m. And Yongsan is wondering why everyone isn't leaving. But everyone is working hard because they really want to win. And Yongsan ends up sitting back down, too. Peer pressure. Yep. They try a new feature to notice a drowsy driver. And I don't know if it works. They never say if it does. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) The night before they submit their proposal, Dami is worried about standing out to the rest of the competition. Dosan asks how far Dami thinks Tarzan will go. Why? If she tells him her goal, then he'll make it happen? Yeah. She wants Tarzan to be like the movies, where it can navigate on its own or even fly. But she's just joking. She's just joshing. She's kidding. Honestly, her father passed away in a car accident. And Wandok is almost blind now, so she hopes that no one else passes away like her father did. And that Wandok can move around without worrying. Like, your dad was jaywalking. I don't know that the I know. car was the issue. <laughs> I kind of thought that, too. Oh, like, I, I get, was like, I your dad was... Doing. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, maybe a self-driving car could have stopped in time. Probably not, but, but like, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah. Yeah, your dad was jaywalking. Like, he was walking when the crosswalk thing said not to walk. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe. But, like, if that car stopped, then, like, a car behind it could have gotten into a wreck. Like, I don't know. Not to be a downer, but. (laughs) Anyway, can he make that happen? Yeah, he can do that in roughly five years with the right equipment. And, of course, he thinks they'll win the bid. He'll make it happen. And Dosan goes to kiss her, but Cholsan clears his throat. <laughs> and Dami dramatically pushes him away. And apparently Cholsan heard everything and he tried to make noises so they would notice him. But they didn't. They were too wrapped up in their own little world. Young love. Then Cholsan is just staring and then says to Dosan that he lost to him. He's jealous. What does he mean? Who knows? I That was so who, confusing. Who knows? Like, first one to bang in the office? I don't know. I don't know what he's <laughs> referencing. Right? It, yeah. The next morning, Jipyong goes to meet Mr. Hong, who is the CEO of the Orphanage Project. I didn't want to have to pronounce the name again. It's fine. And Mr. Hong is nervous because this... Am I saying his name wrong? No. I don't know. I'm laughing at okay. something else. <laughs> I'm laughing okay. He's cute. <gasps> and uh, I said I wanted Ji Pyong to have a hot babe, and one appeared. So true. Honestly, yes. Okay, the way Ji Pyong is just like, you have a nice smile. I was like, that's right. That is flirting. I was like, you cannot tell me that y'all did not intend this. Right? Jip Young, bisexual. Like, let him have it. Yeah. This guy, this guy's from Hotel Luna. If he was good enough for IU, he's good enough for anyone. So, do it. <laughs> Get yeah. it, Jip Young. And Mr. Hong is nervous because this is the first time an investment company has ever called him. 
And I think Jip Young finds Mr. Hong's excitement endearing. <laughs> Mr. Hong got the name from a TV show that also paired orphans with a sponsor to help them get on their feet. And hey. it's referenced a lot in It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Jip Young remembers his conversation with Wan Doc about if he feels so bad, then he should do something nice for someone worse off than her. Jip Young explains to Mr. Hong that he's already read the business plan and done his research. Has Mr. Hong thought about his company value? Mr. Hong hasn't looked into it. What should he do? Well, how much money is he trying to raise? 100 million won. Jip Young doesn't think his company will be able to invest in Mr. Hong's. Mr. Hong tries to negotiate the price lower, but Jip Young says that he would like to invest personally. Why? Jip Young likes Mr. Hong's voice. Hmm. What? My voice. What? Okay. Also, I love that okay. he doesn't say. I know. I'm and Mr. Hong is just. <laughs> my, my voice. What? My voice. Jip Young will invest 100 million won and donate 300 million, and he doesn't need many shares. He just wants Mr. Hong to find Jip Young some nice kids who need his help. Seriously, just going to drop $400,000 on some kids. Yeah. Mr. Hong thanks him, but Jip Young says he should be thanking Mr. Hong. And Jip Young just continues to be the <sighs> best. What are you doing for the children, boy. huh? What are you doing for the kids? Yeah. Dong Chun asks Jip Young how the meeting went when he comes back to the office. It's definitely Dong Chun's type of company, full of hope and dreams, but no growth strategy. All it has is a great cause. Dong Chun apologizes for wasting Jip Young's time, but Jip Young says he did a good job. And Dong Chun can't believe it. He's like, what did you, what did you say? What, what was that? Wait, I need you to repeat that. I didn't quite hear. You said, you had, you said I did a good so job? Cute. Everybody, everybody, did you hear that? He said I did a good job. <laughs> And the way Jip Young smiles. He's just like, all right, back to work, back to work. It's me dead. Oh. Yep, uh, yep. It's so cute. Dami and Dosan are off to bid. And the twins are there because it was such a small incident. They'll probably just have to pay a fine. No biggie. <sighs> they drop off their bid and back in the car, Dosan tells Dalmi not to worry about the twins and Dalmi says he's changed he used to describe the twins as top-notch AI developers and he agrees that he's changed. big changes okay I mean he has changed a lot but yeah that's not the only way <laughs> Chosan and Saha go to the like why I want to start a startup wall thing and he asks if she wrote one she did, and it says that she wants to meet a guy better than her. Cholson wonders Aww. if there's a guy out there better than her, and Cholson isn't confident. And Saha asks him if he wants to join her and her sister for lunch, but he says he's fine. But instead, he sulks in the cafeteria, thinking about how he knows why now that Saha won't introduce him to anyone as her boyfriend. And that's when Saha walks up with her sister... And he introduces himself as Saha's colleague. But Saha swoops in and says, Cholsun is her boyfriend. Apparently, Saha talks about him all the time to her sister. And Cholsun is flustered. Cute. It was cute. 
Yeah, I like that. Find uh, someone better than myself. Yeah. Like, that's cute. Later, the team is waiting for the results. If they pass this screening, then they're in the finals. And there's only five finalists. Domi just wants to be a finalist. And they pass. Wow, I'm Ooh. shocked. I know. And they're all yelling and cheering. and ooh. But good for them. Dami and Dosan go, what? But good for them. <laughs> I don't want to be too mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dami and Dosan go get Kate. Kate? Who's Kate? <laughs> um. Hey, Kate, you got to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. Dami and Dosan go get cake to celebrate. A lot of cake for the whole team. <laughs> Cholsan tries to take some cake, but Dosan slaps his hand away because it's Dami's special cake or whatever. It was so weird. It was weird. really weird, and he tried to be all cute about it. I was like, no. I know. Like, he, like, put his, like, I fork know. in his mouth, and he's like, mm. it was so weird. Saha puts a party hat on Dosan and slaps the string on his chin. Get him. And her and, her and Cholsan, like, share a smile, and he's like, smell finger heart. Like, nice. Like, thank you. Love you, you babe. babe. <laughs> You got my back. That was so See, funny. and that's a real relationship, so kids. Yeah. Get your woman yeah. who will slap someone with you with a party hat. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Domi then asks the table if it's time for them to scale up, expand their business, get more people, and invest in R&D. I don't remember what R&D is, but it sounds important. Research and development, I believe. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> Lisa coming in clutch. It's that business miner. Whew. Dust it off. <laughs> I basically have a business miner, so I don't got an excuse. You know what? what they don't know. Yeah. Sh- I did. I do have a Bible miner, so ask me anything. Yeah, you've brought it before. About that. Like, theoretically, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't physically bring it to my house. <laughs> She then goes to NJ and asks for a funding round. Since they're finalists in the bidding competition, Domi thinks it's time to find investors and scale up. But NJ is against it because a company that gets investments without revenue isn't valued high. Domi will only lose control. Domi argues it's to generate more revenue. NJ suggests they wait until their numbers look better, but Domi says it'll be too late then. NJ disagrees and ends the discussion. Jipyong catches an elevator and Dami is in it and he hesitantly joins her. Mm. They talk on the roof and Dami asks, are you not avoiding me anymore? Jipyong says that he's more resilient than he thought. Does she have something to tell him? But he says before she could speak to not say thank you or sorry. <laughs> he already knows. But Dami has to. But Dami has thanked him more than enough times. She owes him nothing. Besides, he had no friends back then. So her letters were his only comfort. They should say they're even. Even after looking at her letters, he didn't look for her for 15 years. Dosan, on the other hand, went to her the day he read them. So Jipyong is not the Dosan from the letters. There's no reason Dami should feel sorry or blame herself. Dami says, you really want a clean break, don't you? Are they okay now? Jipyong asks. And Dami nods. And he just walks away. Dami should have hugged that man. 
Yeah, but like, what in the holy heckin' retcon shit was that? <laughs> I disagree with what Jippy. Oh, was totally! Saying. Like, again, it, it like that was a moment where you could tell it was the writers making something come out of his mouth to make people feel better. Like, see, see, mm-hmm. Dosan went immediately, and he didn't do anything for fifteen years. Dobby didn't do shit for fifteen years right? either. Well, it's like that doesn't. He was a kid. He went on with his life. He had other things. I don't think that made him a some kind of a, a bad person or someone who didn't really care about her or anything like that. And I don't think Dosan going somewhere in a suit. Like, let's forget how Ji Pyeong also like ran around for three days straight to try to make Dami happy, and the Dosan only went because Ji yeah. Pyeong found. Like, I don't think that's a solid argument by any stretch of the imagination. That's so dumb. No. No, yeah, I, this is, this was all really Like, and that, and that's how you're going to give us resolution? Is, well, I guess I never really cared about you. Even though he just said in the last episode, or earlier, whenever this happened, that it, this wouldn't hurt so bad if I hadn't really cared about you. Or like, yeah, I think to even make it worse, they make it seem like, oh, I, I thought I cared about, I never, like, I never care. Like, I was bad to you. Yeah, that was, because it's like, I don't think you have to, you don't have to erase the letters. You don't have to erase what they had. You don't have to erase that bond. Like you, that can still yeah. exist and that can still be great. And you can still have Dosan and Dalmi together. I don't feel like, why did the show need to do that? Yeah. Yeah. That was just bad. It was in bad taste. It was in like poor it. taste. Have some decency. Yes. <laughs> Chilsan and Yongsan are bad-mouthing the twins and NJ's dad in front of everyone at Sandbox, and they think they're so slick. But it works, and when NJ's father is having a lecture at Sandbox, barely anyone oh, attends. I felt awkward. Even though I hate him, I felt awkward. <laughs> but NJ has a question. HR is key, he says, and what he did to NJ was also related to HR. Why did he kick her out back then? He tries not to answer, but Cholson tells him to answer, which I love. <laughs> right? Her father thought that if he kicked her out, that she'd become more obedient and come back. NJ guesses that she was never very obedient. His obedient son seems to be busy these days, being investigated and losing the bid. Also, her name isn't Wan NJ anymore. It's so NJ. That's so insane. <laughs> I also thought it was going to be. Don't sound surprised. <laughs> what? Did you say that's actually kind of funny? No, I said I also thought it was funny. Oh, okay. And I said, well, it's actually kind of funny. And I was like, what? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Every other time I fake laughter, but this time it's kind of real. Yeah. <laughs> you have not been funny up until now. Honestly, valid. <sighs> the decision arrived that day. She thanks him for the great lessons he's taught her so far, and she leaves. Honestly, I don't think he's taught her any good lessons. Let's right? Like, I mean, like, how to be a bad bitch? <laughs> Yeah. san follows her out of the auditorium and says that he needs to apologize for something. He wants to apologize for the question he asked at the seminar all those years ago that many say her success was only thanks to her rich father and doesn't count because she's 
she didn't start at sandbox any thoughts <laughs> he didn't know her well and he was out of line i'm opening the floor <laughs> to comment <laughs> any thoughts <laughs> honestly without his insult honestly without his insult nj wouldn't be where she is now what does she mean it made her angry but it also motivated her she can't thank him but at least she can accept his apology and i ship it a little <laughs> i thought the show was maybe going there because otherwise i just thought this was like a weird scene otherwise like this was not something i was hung up on this was kind of something i'd forgotten it was kind of weird that we had to yeah. close this door unless we're opening another one i know i was like mm. because i do think young san has grown he a has. lot and he's really stepped into that ceo role and i'm like I, NJ is still so much better than you. Honestly, all the women are better than all the it's men in true. this show, except for Jipyong is up there with the women. <laughs> Jipyong um, has a seat at the table with the women. He does. Right next to Wandok. Oh. And, you know, but I think I think he's grown a yes. lot. And he's apologized for all the shit he's, yeah. you know, done. And I appreciate a man who can apologize. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So, but yeah, I didn't know that was a door we still had open. But thanks for closing. Right? It. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he did that. Okay, also this is really random. This is going way back, but because you talked about Ji Pyong next to One Dog, the whole like really emotional scene where she's like, "Don't be lonely. Like, please keep visiting me." Yeah, like that was the first time where I thought like maybe she kind of she saw him like as I know she's always seen him as like family, but like as her mm-hmm. son, like reminded her of her son like i'd never thought about that until that moment it hit me so hard in that moment oh my god i know also i don't know why i'm bringing this up now but you know what it's my last chance to say it (laughs) i guess i could have said it then you know what save it hold that thought jipyong has really become her her son like another son he's not right right but yeah i think right because like that desperate moment (laughs) when she's like please 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 don't leave i think that's when i like it really makes you realize like mm-hmm. I, like almost like mm-hmm. i can't let that happen again yeah oh yeah <laughs> then young san gets a call from dosan and they go back to their old rooftop office and there's new guys there the boys introduce themselves and explain that they oh and explain where they work and how they used to be samsung tech and the new guys know exactly who they are what is the place like their old office well rent is cheap and the view is just fantastic and if they're ever hungry then they can open the window and they'll get a a whiff of ribeye steak the boys ask if they can take one last look around and chulsan gives the new guys his card and and is like if you ever need any help let me know (laughs) cool kid they walk in and can't believe they can't go in there anymore and the boys get emotional, okay. and Dosan apologizes for everything he's put them through. I was like, I got kind of emotional. <laughs> Same. You guys have Same. grown. Like, I rag on you, but yeah. you're good babies. Good for you. Yeah. Though Yongsan and Chosan are confused, Dosan says he was lost for years and made them worry and put them through a lot. He's ashamed. Chosan calls him out on his bullshit and says if he was only after money, he would have cut Dosan off. Yongsan says that they didn't quit their well-paying jobs and join Dosan to become rich. Why? Chosan misses the old days. 
He loved the scorching summers with them. He misses them. And then they come together to hug it out and they promise to be good to each other. Good scene. Good scene. Like, oh, like this show wrote the most beautiful friendships yes. and like the writer needs to work a little bit on romantic mm-hmm. relationships, but it's fine. I mean, like at least main romantic relationships, because like I like Cholson and Saha together and the potential for Youngsan and NJ to be a thing question mark also i like the i i could also see her just being her own thing and being alone because she a bad bitch yeah i agree she don't need no man or significant other absolutely not (laughs) they come down and wish luck to the new guys then they find out that a man came and took the sansan tech sign and it was dosan's dad now everybody acts right And Dosan's mother calls out his dad on how he was mean to Dosan when he ran Samsan Tech. If Dosan ever does something unreasonable again, then he'll look at the sign and write it out. And Dosan's mother is with him on that. Are you going to bed? That's Lisa. Say hi. Okay. Say hello. Hi. (laughs) She says hi. You can't hear her. She's in my headphones. Good night. I love you. One duck is talking with a man about a credit card, and I thought she was getting scammed. Like, they're going to, like, come after this, like, right? old lady Same. who's, like, blind and partially deaf. And I thought I thought she was getting Me scammed. Too. I'm very glad that she did not get yes. scammed. <sighs> anyway, Dami has to pick it up, but Dami isn't home. Can One Duck sign for her? So the man tries to help her sign when NJ walks up and says she can help instead. NJ apologizes that it took so long to see Wandok, and Wandok just immediately pulls her into a hug, and they both Aww. cry, and it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot. NJ goes inside to have tea, and she tries to deny that she cried, but she has mascara running down her so face. So funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why has NJ come over to the house now? She pulls out her adoption papers and shows them all that she changed her name back to So. NJ wanted to come sooner, but she was ashamed to have the last name Juan. Dami says NJ should have come anyway, because who cares about that? She should have come while Wandok could see her. And Wandok says she can see NJ. Oh. She can see them all very clearly. Oh. And Wandok remembers her son saying that he's home and he brought fried chicken. And she sees them all young and eating together and then asking her to join them. I knew it was coming. It's still great. And I, I, I just, I love that, like, four, eh, three, and some change. Powerful women sitting at that table together. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, she, like, closed her eyes, and I thought something was happening to right. her. <laughs> Stop. Because you got me so anxious. You got me so hey, anxious that something through. was going to happen to her. She's alive. Hooray. <laughs> she made it to the end of the show. Frankly, Yay. I'm shocked. But <laughs> yeah. Later, NJ looks around Dami's room and finds her music box. She opens it and it plays, and Dami asks if NJ was told she was allowed to go through her desk. (laughs) NJ asks if Dami fixed her music box, and no, it it fixed itself. It's NJ's, so she's taking it. NJ also has something to give Dami, and it's 10,000 won. Dami bet that in three years she'd outdo NJ. Does this mean NJ thinks Dami has outdone her? No, but if Dami scales up the company... 
then yes, she will. But NJ said no. Is NJ giving her blessing now? Why? NJ doesn't want Dami to be obedient. Feisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> NJ goes to Sunhawk about Dami looking for investors to scale up the company. NJ asks that Sunhawk recommend investors that are interested in self-driving systems. Sunhawk says that she can't do that. Why? Sunhawk won't hand over this great opportunity to other investors. She's been interested in the team since they were Samsung Tech. She believes they've grown enough for Sandbox to consider investing in them. Also, Dami and NJ were the beginning of Sandbox. Sunhawk would like to support them. Who should NJ send the information to? And it's sent to Jipyong. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. And he says he's not doing it. But Sunhawk shoves it back at him. Why not? Who knows Changyang better than Jipyong? And he recommends Dongjun. And he turns away from the conversation until Jipyong nearly yells at him and he comes over. <laughs> Jipyong tries to pass it off, but Dongjun says he's never been as interested as Jipyong has been. And Sanhak agrees with him. Sandbox can't lose this deal to anyone else. He needs to get it done. Jipyong wonders if he should beg Dosan to accept his investment. It's driving him crazy. Why him? Well, okay, but also, like, why him? He's not the CEO. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess Sunhawk's thinking that if it's coming from Jipyong, they'll accept it better. Yeah, I guess, I mean. An emotional element? Yeah, I assumed it was coming from Jipyong. Like, he knew that he had to get through Dosan to get Dalmi to agree. But even then, that felt like, like, isn't that exactly the, this is the exact problem I have with Dosan. <laughs> yeah. He's letting the personal beef get in the way. But okay. Yeah. Then Dosan walks up and sits next to Jipyong. Why did Jipyong want to see him in private? He has a favor to ask. Sunhawk wants to invest in Chongyong. Would Dosan accept? Why is Jipyong telling Dosan this in private? He should come up to the office. Jipyong cuts him off, saying, I was told to do this, but I don't want anything to do with you. That's why. I know how much you didn't want my investment. Jipyong is right. Dosan hated it. Jipyong made his offer, but Dosan firmly rejected it again. All right? Dosan stops him and asks, what Jipyong's honest opinion is on this investment, putting emotions aside and giving a rational judgment. Does Dosan remember Jipyong's second record? Yes, among the companies that Jipyong decided not to invest in, zero succeeded. If Jipyong passes on their company, he'll lose his record. Honestly, as an investor, this is an opportunity he really doesn't want to miss. Dosan tells Jipyong to come with him so they can discuss it with Dalmi properly. Is Dosan accepting his investment? If he does, then Jipyong will keep meddling in his business as an outside director. Is it Dosan tired of his nagging? Dosan is. So why? Because this time, it doesn't sound like charity, but a real investment. Dosan holds out his hand, and Jipyong shakes Dosan's fingertip? <laughs> but Dosan grabs on for a full handshake and then the camera pans out <laughs> and they hug very unearned hug 
The fact that Jipyong held open his arms first just kills me. I watched it a few Like, times. I have to imagine that was I... the actors. And then they were just like, let's yes. leave it in there. But again, another yeah. moment yeah. that kind of fell out of character that, like, Dosan's mm-hmm. holding out his... Like, I don't. I feel like they really, really wanted to emphasize, like, look how much Dosan has grown and Jipyong hasn't. It's like, oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But I was very endeared by the hug. Yeah, at the very last. And I also think, I also think that it was the actors because <laughs> he just was like, "Hey, you, you, Teddy, you want a hug?" And they just like hugged, and then yeah. they, the way they laughed. And I think like Jeep was yeah, like, "That was, was awkward." <laughs> yeah, cute. <laughs> it was so cute. Then Domi is praying, and Dosan is with her, and he leans over to whisper that he's an atheist. <laughs> Dami confesses that she's not very faithful either. Then why? Because their final bidding is tomorrow, and she's praying that they win. And speaking from experience, it actually works for her. While leaving the church, Dami asks if he prayed, and he says yes. Then they see a rainbow, and Dami says they should pray again. And Dosan says that there's no evidence that a rainbow can make your wish come true. Evidence? Dami will give him evidence, and she pulls him into a clumsy kiss. That was so yeah, awkward. Yeah, it was pretty clumsy. Yeah. She prayed that she would kiss him, and then she did. Pray first, then make it happen. So Dosan prays. Is he praying that they win the bid? No, something more feasible. That their company is a unicorn. And a unicorn <laughs> is a private startup worth over a billion dollars. And that's even harder. But nothing's impossible. They can do it. What do you know? Dami walks in to make her presentation, and Dosan is watching in the crowd. Then Dami is standing back in Sandbox, remembering her journey and how she got there, and she writes down a new reason for creating a startup, and it's that she wants to change the world. Dosan walks up to write a new one as well, and it says, follow your dream. The after credit scene is in 2020, the present day. <sighs> Which not a single one of them were wearing a mask. How dare Ooh, they? You know what? I, that's fine with me. <laughs> I stand by. I don't want to see COVID in I the agree. media. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm totally fine with it. I just had to make that <laughs> joke. Yeah, you do. You gotta. And we see Dosan and Dami's desks with a bunch of pictures of them. It sounded oh, like you said Dosan and Dami's deaths. And I was like, I missed that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, no. wow. They and died. And we see Dosan... <laughs> and we see dosan and dami's desks with a bunch of pictures on them of the team and one of them was cholson having shaved his head they got the bid yep so so many pictures and dami and dosan have rings on and then there's pictures of dosan and dami's wedding day but they're not at their desks because they're at the annual shareholders meeting and we get this long shot of them holding hands and walking to this meeting. And I thought this was just, this was too long. Oh, see? It could have been a That's little so funny. I thought it was like really slick and really cool. And I liked it a lot. I thought it was too That's long. That's so funny. No, I, I was, I was hooked in. I was like, yes, power walk. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> And they catch up with NJ and Jip Young. I like was waiting Me for too. Jip Young. I was like, I'm gonna hate this ending if they don't include oh, yeah. Jip Young in some form oh, or yeah. fashion. And so 
NJ walked up and I was like, okay, cool. NJ looks fly as ever. Like, hell yeah, you look great. And then Jip Young, I literally went, oh, Jip Young, yes. There's my boy. <sighs> There's my boy. And that is the end of episode Whoa. 16 and the end of Startup. Woo. Yeah, honestly, as far as K-drama endings go, I really liked this one. I mean, other than the obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, besides the obvious, this was a very good ending. I, yeah, I got, like, surprisingly nostalgic, emotional kind of about seeing how far everyone's come from the beginning, particularly Dalmi and Dosan. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that is, there, yeah. there was a good journey. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. One thing I really like about their desks is that they're with everyone mm-hmm. else. They're not, like, in their own in office, concept. like, above everyone else. Like, they're just with everybody. Yeah. I, like I was that. kind of amazed how much they grew in a year, but you know what? That's fine. We won't, I know. We won't question insane. it. You go, guys, because everything Dalmi wants, yeah, Dalmi gets, go. and that, that's fine. Yes. Yes. She is sh- like sugar in that way. <laughs> well. Well. Uh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> so. Do you have a, a rating? Yeah. Oh, we're already to a rating. Oh, we don't have to. Okay. Sorry. A grade? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, if you still talk about we can talk about other things first. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rush you. No, I don't I don't have anything. I don't have any other grades. Uh or I don't ha- I don't have any other grades. I don't have any else, She's anything flustered. else to say. I give this show an A minus. Yeah, I said this is another like B plus A minus for me. Like yeah. upper 80s, lower yeah. 90s. Like I think that's basically every show now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're making them real yeah. good because it's like had some really great characters cute moments mm-hmm. but they went with the wrong guy right though, but it's fine. and that's because i think what it was really missing was like i think it could have had more emotional punch particularly like with those main characters and like have more of a message rather than just kind of Everything turns out okay if you dream. I mean, it's cute, but it's kind of like I wanted something more. Yeah, and I wanted some of the fun from the beginning episodes. I feel like we lost that at the end, so that's that's where I docked a few points. Yeah, yeah. I would recommend this to other people. Yeah, me too. It's a very good show. If nothing else, it's really fun it's to very... like. I feel like it'd be fun to hear other people and like if they agree about Ji Pyong and all that. Like, yeah, it's a fun show to talk I, about. For sure. I need. Yeah, I need to find somebody who's, like, gung-ho for right? Joseon. I just need to understand why. <laughs> Please explain. Yeah. So. You are not a simp. And now, so, now, on to <laughs> Yes, the best part of every show. When we hand yeah. out our awards, send some people home laughing and some people home crying. <laughs> How many do you have? I have, uh, like, four or five. I have five. Wow. Perfection. Wow. Look at us. Do you want to go? Sure. Do you want to go? I, I'll go. I'll go. I'll start us go off. For it. All right. Okay. Biggest Lannister energy. It's another Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> Jibyong? Yes. Easy. He always, he always pays his debts. Also, yeah. he arguably wanted to fuck the closest thing he had to his sister. <laughs> Oh no! 
dense thing. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Oh no. Okay. My first one is to my best boy. I'm sorry, Mr. O. Oh! Wow, Ji Byung's overtaken best boy. Yeah, nice. I, think so. I like how you wrote that as a letter. Yeah. <laughs> to my best I wrote boy. all of these to someone. <laughs> I don't know why. Apparently, I, I just really can't figure out how superlatives work. No, I mean, I think that works. I mean, like, it could, it could work. It's, it's very dramatic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr- address them. Yeah, I mean, honestly. This award it's... goes to my best boy. Sorry, Mr. O. And it is Jip Young. Wow. Honestly, claps for that. I, I don't know. That's a hard one. I know Jipyong, it's between Jipyong and Shinje, yeah. I don't know. They have very similar energies. But wow. I think Jipyong... Are we surprised? <laughs> but I think Jipyong is softer. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Most likely to randomly apologize to you for something he did three years ago. Young-san? Yeah. He just kept doing that at the end. He'd be like, hey. You know, I'm three sorry. years ago when he said the thing. I guess like, everybody really thought that, like, the audience would just hate him for blaming <laughs> Ji Pyong. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was, like, a mix of that and just, like, mm, we don't know what else to do with him. So we'll just, like, give him some scenes where he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was very weird. But good for him. Yeah. Another letter to another boy. All right. To the boy that I need to get his lip care regimen from, because how do his lips look so nice after crying so much and probably being extremely dehydrated? Dosan? Yeah! <laughs> Isn't there... Uh... I feel like we talked about his lips being chapped at one point early on or something. He looked oh, real we? crusty. But that's the glow up. Yeah. I didn't even notice afterwards. No, yeah. he mm, He looked great at the end. Most useless antagonist. This could be so many people. Most useless. Is it NJ's brother? Yeah, I said him and her dad. Like, nothing they oh, yeah. did ever really set off some Suntex plan. Like, if anything, everything always kind of ended up better than it did to begin with. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of like, y'all yeah. did nothing. <laughs> yeah. Again, to the baddest bitch who really made a comeback. NJ? Yep. Yeah. Honestly, deserved. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. get your reward, sweetie. <laughs> Award, whatever. You deserve it. <laughs> Most likely to randomly cry over KFC one day. <laughs> Dummy? No, bitch, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> this show broke me. gonna be sitting there eating fried chicken (laughs) you know you don't have to go eat at kfc no more you got that fancy chicken place by you now i just felt like kfc fit in the sentence well it was funny it's true (laughs) but no yeah no i'm I'm gonna get the that's kfc korean fried chicken that's thank you (laughs) there you go there you go there you go to someone who turned out to be a shittier father than the ssc oh wow yeah song um not nj's dad yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At least the SSC had some justification. Yeah. 
at least he was interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is because like I feel like they hinted at NJ's dad kind of like actually liking her and being sad about what he did to her, but never really went anywhere. Nope. All right. The biggest BDE. BDE? Yeah. Have you heard that? No. Big Daddy Warbucks energy. <laughs> Oh, big dick energy? No, yeah, no. Here it's Big Daddy Warbucks energy. The W is silent. What'd you say would have that? Um, NJ? No, it's Jipyong rescuing those orphans with okay. his cash money. I didn't know you would do Jipyong again. Okay, he was he was in my head <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, I switched it up. I switched it up. I mean, gotta give everything to Jipyong, honestly. <sighs> honestly yes he's rescuing little orphan annie left and right Right? him and his husband power couple love it (laughs) lastly to the pair that should have dated but i'm not mad at the pairing that did happen for one of them oh yongsan and saha that's the pairing i'm not mad at so chosung is part of the pair i'm talking about that should have dated wait it's not yongsan and saha no oh it's Chulsan and someone? Yeah. Who? It's Chulsan and Yongsan. <laughs> Why did I not think of that? It's like they should have dated. They had the chemistry. That's true. You're right. Because Saha's could be her own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also, but I'm also not mad that Chulsan and Saha got together because they cute. It's true. I liked how I was dancing around that one so much. <laughs> <laughs> But Saha and Youngsan, very good guess. Yeah, I think because we talked about it. So I was like, it has to be that. Yeah. I was wrong. wrong. Never gets any easier to say goodbye. (laughs) These shows. Yeah, this was such a good one. I keep thinking, like, the last one I watched was, like, so good. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like each one we watch, it, like, kind of gets, like, slightly better. Except at 18 was, it was just good fun. Yes. I think we're in like a golden era of Netflix putting out all these K-dramas and having all these K-dramas available to people and them being really high yeah. quality. It's really great. We're just living yeah. in a wonderful world. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, because like all the, ugh, except Love Alarm. Let's not go there though. Because <laughs> it's like all these Netflix <laughs> ones I really like. And then I was like, oh yeah, Love Alarm was on Netflix. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, take us out. <laughs> Not in, <laughs> in a violent way. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I guess you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Dramatized Pod. Come join us on the Discord. The link to the Discord is in our Twitter bio and in the description of our podcast. Until next time, don't get traumatized by the dramatized. <laughs>